never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change the big C and Bigger T podcast coming at you a couple days late, but that's all right. I know who's counting anyway. It's your boy Bigger T as always here with my man, Big C, Clint Clark. Clint, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm fantastic. I just realized this is our 54th podcast. 54. For some reason, you decided you like the number 54. You're like emails like Big T. Five four at you know hotmail gmail yahoo whatever yeah. it is whatever i gave his email away you kids figure it out you ladies for sure you figure it out inbox is open inbox wide open wide open he, he checks his spam every now and then just you know why you know why i picked 54 why is that robert tractor trailer oh yeah for I gave mad respect for him when he was in the game going up for rebounds. And uh, he's going up for a rebound and keeps tipping the ball up, and his pants fell down. I'm like, there's a big man I can respect. Because he ended yeah, he up played for Michigan, right? I got that right. Huh? Michigan. He played for Michigan. Okay. It's like, yeah, I- and he, um, uh, <clears throat> he, uh, well, he's just a big guy that can, you know, good play good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was when I was playing a lot of three-on-three tournaments. So yeah. I started using 54. And my first jersey I ever owned was a Dallas Cowboy jersey when I was a little kid. My uncle gave it to me. And it was Randy White, number 54. So that's why I used 54. It's also the year mom, it's also the year my mom was born. Oh, okay. That that's that's an interesting fact that the year. Yeah. yeah, and but um no. Me and Anna were watching Winning Time today, and it's like it's a it's amazing how my messed up brain works. Because 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 we'll both admit, I've got a messed up brain. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the, uh, Gabe's out there listening, like uh huh, yeah, he sure yep. does, uh huh, hundred percent, totally jacked up. <laughs> yeah, we're watching Winning Time today, and it's the first episode that you see Pat Riley. And I look at Anna, I say, Hey, you know Pat Riley went to Kentucky. He was on the team that lost to the first to Kentucky uh, to Texas Western. Um, that lost to Texas Western mm-hmm. with the first all African American lineup. Yeah, it's like just starting lineup. How do you? Hey, yeah, all yeah. I goes. How do you know this crap? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I, 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 I am a cesspool of useless information. No, no. I mean the fact that that no one cares that I know that. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. Man, we had a good weekend. We all got we got together, had some. Had some food. Had what the, was that uh, appetizer called? Devils on horseback. Yeah, we rode that horse. Yeah, we're just like make them bottomless, y'all. Make right, them. devil, just move over. Because I'm riding this shrimp with a jalapeno wrapped in bacon, deep fried, and dipped in some good Asian sauce. Cool, oh, man, so good. So what? What did you get? What did you get to eat over? We we went to Walk-Ons, by the way, yeah. which is partially owned by Drew Brees, who went right. to Purdue. It was drafted. We were by, there during the Razorback game. Against, uh, yeah, uh, I believe he was drafted by the first pick in the second round. That's right. By the Scandogo Superchargers. 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 Now, um, I got I forget what it was called. It had kind of a weird name, but it, what it was it was a uh, it had Ross. Had blackened catfish, yep, crawfish etouffee poured over it, and then some fried crawfish tails sprinkled on top of that. Excellent. Oh, I've gotten that before. I don't know what it's excellent. called either, but it is excellent. Excellent. And then for dessert, 
<laughs> there is no way this has any health. Like, like when is like if if you read the like what health benefits does this dessert have? It would just slap you in the face and say none, you idiot. It'd be like the warning label that people want to put on cigarettes, just a skull and cross. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what it says, I had the bread pudding made from Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh yeah, no, I, I no, it's yeah. Like no, I love bread pudding, and normal bread pudding's made from just old bread, and then you mix in all the other good stuff, sugar and all that stuff with it, right? So it's usually pretty sweet. No, no. Like the sauce for this bread pudding is the glaze for the donuts. Man, it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> yes. It looked, it looked amazing seeing I'd, and I, I've learned my body when it says, okay, enough. Yeah. Don't, don't keep pushing it. So okay. I got the turkey burger because I'm like, okay. Because like you said, we made the devils on horseback pretty much bottomless. Yeah. So and they're, and they're not small shrimp. I mean, it's no, they're, they're like, huge. It's like it's like you know, it's like they even injected that thing with whatever. Well, I didn't finish. I didn't it. finish my entree. Yeah. So I love I love sweet potato fries. Which is funny about that. If you'd asked me five ten years ago if I like sweet potato fries, I'd been like no. Yeah. Then I tried them one day because as adults we can say we don't like something without ever trying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like I like, I don't like it. Have you ever had it? Like, no, but I don't like it. Yeah. Um, so we um so I just got the turkey burger because I'd ate so many devils on horseback. But you know, that turkey burger, as far as the stuff that was on it, oh, was yeah. probably the burger that I liked the best. Yeah, the smoked gouda. Yeah, it was yeah, it had that smoked gouda on it. Yeah, I bet that was good. Now Claude and Brascombe, they both had the surf and turf burger. That was it. <laughs> It looked amazing. Yeah. Like, I may, I like, yeah, because I, I give myself one meal a week where I eat whatever I want. And it was that meal. But it was like, I, part of the reason I didn't get dessert because I knew, like, if I got a dessert, I'm going to be miserable. Well, like, I'm full. If I, if I eat anything else, I will be miserable. And we were in, I was in heaven there because, you know, you have good food. I was able to watch, I had the Razorback game, had the other final four games on, or the NCAA tournament game, yeah. had the wrestling championships on. So, yeah. you know, there was always something going on. Had the uh, Razorback Kentucky game. Um, you know, that's a Thanks good segue. So. I don't know if you want to get into it yet, but that is a great segue to the Holy Schnikes moment of the week. Or we can talk about it while we're a couple of days late, too. Well, the uh, reason I ate so much that night, Clint, was that I didn't eat anything all day. Yeah. I knew we were going to be there for a long time, you know, because we were there for, what, four hours? Oh, yeah. No, we were. We, yeah. It was a long time. So we ate a lot of food, but it was over like a four-hour period. So yeah. anyway. It mean, you yeah, got there. Uh, we are, you know, we do apologize for uh, recording a day or two late here. Uh, my grandmother, uh, Nanny, is what I normally call her. I talked about. Last week, if you didn't see the last week episode, I talked about her cooking um, as far as uh, I talked about some of the things she used to cook as for my last meal. Anyway, she passed away um, last Friday and uh, she had been, we've been expecting it. Uh, she'd been going down. So this is Wednesday when we're recording this and this morning was her funeral. And Clint, when I left Thornton, where I live, you know, was packing up to go up there Saturday I looked at the weather app and it said it was going to be 60, 66 degrees at 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Right. And so I was like, okay, I'm not, you know, my family's not fancy. It was just an outdoor service, you know, just a graveside. We wasn't doing a church deal. I, of course, was preaching it. And so I just, you know, I didn't bring a sport coat. I was just going to, you know, I thought, man, it ain't going to be that cold. We're good. What was I wrong? And what was that weather app wrong? It was 40 degrees and windy and kind of rainy a little bit. Anyway, Clint, my <clears throat> we had something really funny happen during the deal, during the service. Um, 
you know, we're at Culpeper Mountain near Clinton, Arkansas, okay? And we're at the cemetery there. And right next to the cemetery, a bunch of cow pasture, cattle everywhere, right? Now, a lot of people put donkeys in with their cattle to help protect them against coyotes and stuff, protect the babies, right? Right. Well, my grandpa used to raise donkeys. And my grandma hated donkeys. She hated them. Well, so we're sitting there, and I read her obituary, and then we had a couple of her nieces wanted to share something. And so one of them gets up, and she wanted to, had a poem she wanted to read. And she's reading the poem about halfway through it. That donkey bays behind it while she's reading it. And I'm holding it together pretty good, okay? But I'm thinking about how funny this is because my grandpa passed away a few years ago. And it's almost like he ran in the room and just yelled at us. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like hey. he, He's not going to let a party happen without him, you know, being getting well, some Like the spirit of your grandfather had came in the doggy. That's right. And so I'm holding it together pretty good because it's just the irony of it is just hilarious because my grandma hated donkeys. She would have wanted to shoot that donkey if she would have been there. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm doing good. And then I look at my aunt and my little cousin and my other cousin. Uh, you remember Kathy and Barry from Memphis? I do. Yeah. We stayed at their hotel at the time. Well, Kathy was there on the front row. And they just start rolling laughing. And so I'm here up there, you know, just serious poems being read at a funeral. And, of course, I'm up there giggling like a schoolgirl because I think this is just hilarious. I had to apologize. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't laughing at the poem. I was laughing because of the stupid donkey going on. Anyway, it was funny. But but anyway, (laughs) I had a lot of folks – uh, you know, we it was a uh, you know good time to see family and things like that. But it's uh, it's gonna be a big void, you know. When grandma's gone, man, that's and especially yeah. my grandma, she was she was the pillar of the family for sure. And um, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be tough for my aunt and uncle and, and uncles, my mom and them. So anyway, but uh. She was a wonderful person, and I was blessed to have her. Now, let's go with our holy snikes for this. Yeah, thing. and you got it because I was like, because it would it you know, and I appreciate a good troll. I really do. I think trolling's hilarious. I find it funnier than most people should. And Arkansas social media department—I don't know who comes up with this stuff—is just brilliant. And they got Kentucky pretty good this weekend. That's right. Uh, so you want to say what it was? Because I, I can't remember it verbatim. Because you because you read it at at, at Walcombs and yeah, it was something like um, uh, yeah, a friend of mine was at the game and uh, he texted me. Well, it was Bo. Uh, I got can that on here before doing uh, uh, do talking about baseball with us. And um, he said that he was at the game and the, and the at the end of the game, you know, the um, he said, as the last batter for Kentucky walked to the plate, the announcer said, fans, we will be playing the remainder of the basketball game on the big screen for you Razorbacks who are still in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> <laughs> he said even the Kentucky player started laughing, did it? They he said we're sitting right behind the Kentucky dugout. Even their players laughed. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, for those of y'all Razorback fans who are still in the NCAA tournament, as opposed to you Kentucky fans who are not. Did they say Kentucky fans are not, or they just leave no, it? No, no, no. Uh, and I've enjoyed trolling, uh, posting the funny memes of the Peacocks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got hey. There's only there's only one Razorback, but you know what? There's only one Peacock. That's right. Well, there may be. That, that, that leads me to a serious question. Yeah. Should Cal be under scrutiny? Should his job be questioned right now? You know, and somebody tweeted out, and I don't remember who it was. And we were talking. So I, and I we ended up having this conversation at work the other day about 
all you look at the you look at who he's coached. It's a who's who of the NBA. It really is. Is Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, John Wall. Um, I mean, there's there's more and more. Marcus Camby, Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose. I mean, Malik Monk. He's got one. He's got one national title. Yeah. I think if you gave Eric Musselman that talent, if you gave if you gave Coach K that talent, I'm just saying. It just it's I mean they go to him because he gets them to the NBA. Yeah. At the end, end of the day, that that's that's the goal. He's good, he's a good salesman that gets them there, but he is he is definitely he, underachieved as a coach. Well, I'm gonna say it, and it may be bad for me to say, but I'm not real media, so I'm gonna say it. They go to him because he gets them paid in college. No, he's a cheater, he's always been a cheater. He's still a cheater, I guarantee. No, for sure. Look at the record, folks. He leaves UMass, sanctions. He leaves Memphis, sanctions. When he finally leaves Kentucky, there'll probably be sanctions. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I think it's it's kind of wild because he gets that thing about it, he gets the number one recruiting class, but he can't finish with it. So it's interesting that he's under pressure like that. Um. Now, now we got a. Uh, now, did you see? Now, I know you're a cow. You like the Cowboys a little bit. I'm not a big Cowboy fan. Randy Gregory, um, mm-hmm. had had agreed to a deal with with the Cowboys. They had handshaked on it. They went to bed. Cowboys probably weren't going to sign anybody else at that position. And then Randy Gregory got another offer. Yeah, and it was Zach Sanders. Yeah, the exact same money. The only difference is the Cowboys have in a clause in all their contracts. If you get suspended for conduct, they can recoup part of your signing bonus. Yeah, a certain percentage of it based on the games. I think that I've read that I heard the only player that does not have that language in his contract is Dak Prescott. Yeah, um, and that's the only difference was Denver wasn't going to do that, so we'll just let you keep your signing bonus no matter. So Randy Gregory is like, yeah, I can't stay out of trouble. I'll tell you, I'll go to Denver. I mean, that's pretty much. And he tweeted, he tweeted out something like, y'all ain't controlling my bank account. Well, and Randy Gregory, if you remember, he, he fell in the in the draft because I believe he had some issues. Mm. And uh, he'd been in trouble. And so that's why the Cowboys had to do that. They don't just do that forever. They do that because they take a chance on so many. They yeah. get better athletes, you know, but but they they take a chance on them because – they're guys like him that, you know, but yeah, that's, man, that's crazy. It, it's, um, <laughs> if I'm Denver, especially, you know, out there, man, I'm, I'm careful with him. Definitely careful with him. Hey, you think before the Super Bowl that Zach Taylor thought to himself, that number 99 to play for the Rams, he might. Maybe could be a problem for us. Somebody I need to pay attention to. I may have to pay attention to. I don't know who he is. Who? Once again, Clint, Urban Meyer proves there's a reason why people don't like him. He's so easily, he's got the perfectly slappable face. He does, man. He just, what is he thinking? Like he, when you told me that, I hadn't heard about it. Yeah. You know, like I've been pretty distracted this week. And you told me about that. And then I went and looked it up too, because I thought, man, maybe, I thought I was making it up. No, no, I didn't think you were making it up. I thought, well, maybe the reporter who's reporting it, you know, it, it was something to where they could have gotten it out of context or whatever. And he was just like joking about it or something. No, no. He really had no idea who who Aaron Donald was. Who went to Pitt, by the way. How do you not know who Aaron Donald is? Yeah, I mean, he's the best player in the NFL. Defensive MVP, I mean, he, he just – I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. 
you know, and, they, and everybody just talked about what a toxic environment it was. Like, I mean, it just, the more, I, I would told you, because they did a top 10 coaches on, they used to do like a list on, on the NFL Network. It's top 10 coaches belong to college. And at the time, Bobby Petrino was number one. Mm. I think, uh, I think Urban Myers, uh, he may have passed him up for worst college coach going to the NFL. Yeah. There, I mean, there's been some bad. I mean, I mean, saving. At least Petrino didn't. I think Petrino got choked up against the locker. At least, uh, you know, wasn't that the story? One of the Atlanta Falcons guys held him by his neck against the locker. It wouldn't have shocked me. I would, yeah. I think that was a story that came out. Uh, Yeah. At least it wasn't. At least Petrino didn't kick his kicker. Yeah. I mean, kickers are fragile anyway. Now, uh, tell us about this next one here. Yeah, one thing I wanted to go over real quick before we go over like our main subject of the day is Gable Stevenson. Um, one thing I said that I like, I, I've as I've grown in jujitsu and stuff like that, I've started watching a little amateur wrestling. I and tinkering with a little bit. I'm far from good, but Gable Stevenson in the past three years um, has won two NCAA championships. Retired from amateur wrestling, signed a contract WWE plus the Olympic gold medal as, as a heavyweight. Wow! So two NCAA titles back to back, and mm-hmm. and the Olympic gold. Pretty good. And he's hanging up the boots and putting on professional wrestling boots. Yeah. So he's going to WWE. Kind of, he was kind of their. Uh, he's kind of the guy that started their the WWE NIL NIL program. Oh, wow. uh, and now, like they've signed, I mean, they're signing different guys because you know they want to groom their own guys and get the best. One of these days, that'll be Dalton Wagner. Yeah. So, like, you know, they're they're helping them with a lot of stuff, and hey, who knows? Yeah. You know, learn, get yourself over, make a lot of money. But hey, the Razorbacks still dancing, baby. They're still dancing in the tournament so far. Uh, let's start, you know, we don't have to hit on these very long, but, um, you know, we started off playing Vermont. We were all nervous about Vermont a little bit. Uh, yeah, everybody, I mean, we that was, that was the as they call the sexy pick, the sexy upset pick. Yeah. Was Vermont over Arkansas. And, and, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, Vermont, Vermont was tough. It was, I didn't like the draw. Yeah. And they played us. It was, of course, a lot closer than we wanted it to be, for sure. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, once again in that game, you know, Note got in foul trouble. Um, and, uh, Devo and, uh, Stanley Mude had a, had good games and kind of picked up for it, you know, and Vermont played well. They played real well. But, uh, they, they did. They played a game, and they they played like they played like a senior team. They, I mean, they really did. They kept it together, and you know, in, in that game, I believe there was nine seniors starting on the yeah. court. Jalen Williams was the only senior that wasn't. A, I mean, only underclassman wasn't a senior on the on the starting lineup. But they came through. They they you know, and we with them and New Mexico State, Clint, we win games without playing good you know and what's funny about that is one of the i know as we said this later on but we're still not getting respected they like they they reseeded all the team yeah. and they and they were and, and they of course we were getting no respect yeah um and they're like now the thing is like they said both the teams we played did not play up to their potential that's what it said arkansas i mean now i'm like Man, we're playing they really didn't play good. up to their potential because we played freaking awesome defensive game against. Yeah. Them. Oh my goodness. Especially when we come back against New Mexico State. Um, yeah. No, that was no, that was a game, man. And number zero against UConn, Teddy Buckets, who apparently transferred. Can you believe West Virginia Big O um, from uh, Kentucky and Teddy Buckets from New Mexico State both transferred off West Virginia's team last year. Really? Yeah. So I didn't Teddy, know that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I've got a guy that work, works for me that's a West Virginia uh, fan. So, 
Well, I'll tell you something about Teddy Buckets. Teddy Buckets can't go to his left. And Teddy Buckets can't handle a, uh, a double team very well. Yeah. Because that's what Arkansas did to him. Arkansas, uh, Tony forced him to go to his left, and he wasn't good at going to his left. He tried to force everything to his right. And then they would shoot other players at him, and um, and and that would mess him up. He didn't do well when it with that. It, it would. Uh, well, and Tony did a great job, up. great job denying him the ball. Yes. Well, uh, and I and I told y'all before the game. You know, we were at walk-ons. I said, I said, if if we win this game, Tony's player of the game. And sure enough, he was the player of that game. He, see, he even got he even got a few points here and there. No, and it's hard to argue. So it's hard to sit here and argue not to go with with DC, because it, it really is. I mean, you. I mean, and, and, and at the end of the game, zero. Teddy Buckus didn't even want the ball. He wasn't trying to get the ball at all. I mean, he he was just kind of like, eh, I'm gonna set picks. You know, it, it, he really was. He's like, his entire body language changed. Like, I'm not scoring buckets. Now I tell you that number thirty five. I forget his name, but he. He did what Jalen Williams does to other teams, to our guys. Yeah. Is he taking those charges, he made them to where they were they were scared to come inside because they were getting fouls called on them. And they were – our guys do not know how to drive to the basket. We, we Note struggles with that. Um, he, he can drive to the basket as long as he's not getting charges called on him. But – when it, to do it without getting charges, man, he 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 needs to learn to be able to pull up and and you know take that jump shot at the top of that little circle, or do something different with the ball, pass it off or whatever. Um, that that's holding him back big time um, in those games. Now you know you know who my player of the game is. Who's that? If you cut the man's arm open. You cut him at the vein, ice water is going to come pouring out. <laughs> Chris likes man. Yeah, you know, um, legendary guy Perkins coach uh, John Hutchcraft. He, he would tell you like championships are won at the free throw line. Yeah, and and my man went up there and had. I mean, then to come in cold, you know, not really playing that much. He's not in a rhythm. Into yeah. the seven for seven. Yeah. Even got fouled on a three pointer and made all three shots, and he was the yeah. guy that got, and he was the guy getting fouled towards the end. Yeah, I mean, because you get to a point at the end of the game, like okay, you make free throws, you win. Yeah, and he made the free throws. Yeah, and that's like I said, I don't want to take anything from DC because man, like DC, but you could also, and honestly, I would give it to DC Tony, a uh, DC yeah. Tony that they said at the at the post game press conference they call him DC, so I've been calling him DC. Because yeah. I feel like it makes me like I'm his friend or something. Yeah, that's right. He's gonna hang out with me, but no, that's house. We're we're tight. Uh, but yeah, it, you got to give it to DC. But man, don't don't uh, don't underestimate what what Locks did. You know, you've had you've had big performances by guys in the tournament so far that you normally don't have. I yeah. mean, you got it. Tony's a difference maker as a defender. Um, everybody can see that, but you had Devo step up game one. Stanley Amude's been huge in the tournament. Yeah. Huge. And then Chris Locke stepping up. I mean, it's yeah. Jalen Williams has played like Jalen Williams. He does what he does, but he hasn't had the the wow factor game. And JD yeah. Note's been a non-factor. Yeah. So you're doing it with your guys. Well, he Vermont, he still got 17. It was an ugly 17, Travis. It, it was. was. It was volume shoot. It was it was John Stark seventeen volume yeah. shoot seventeen. You're right. Well, and Note's that way, man. Note is sometimes you know we got to have his points, but sometimes he shoots us out of so much. So he's kind of a I got kind of a love hate relationship with him, man. I mean, it, there's times when yeah, buddy, let's roll, and then there's other times I'm like, nobody stop. <laughs> um, yeah. I will say we're the only bracket that has gone. I mean, it hasn't gone chalk, but we got one, two, three, four. 
Yeah. Like you got the four teams in San Francisco that were supposed to make to San Francisco. Well, and, and here's that leads us to our next matchup, Clint. Once again, these little Razorbacks are playing the number one team in the nation. And it's not an SEC team this time. Mm. It's Gonzaga. It is not on your home court. It's not on your home court. It's very far away. It is a team that their starting five all average double-digit points. Um, in fact, they all average 11 or above. Um, you got uh, Timmy. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Timmy, Timmy, whatever. The dude with the mustache. You know, as a power forward, you know, he averages 18.2. And then you got uh, the center, Holmgren, averages 9.8 rebounds. See, uh, you know, somebody made a meme today, and it shows them filling up a thing of Kool-Aid, and it says Connor Vanover can shut down Holmgren, and then it's got a guy drinking the Kool-Aid. And I wanted to post it just to trigger you. Yeah, that oh man. I've heard people on drive time or, or on the buzz what little I've listened to it this week. And they're they're saying, we think we'll see Vanover in this game since they got so much hot. No, we're gonna see try to make them play small ball. Yeah. They're gonna try to make them keep up with our speed. Now the problem is they like to run. You know, they, they, they're big guys can run. And so, uh, and they are athletic, unlike Connor Vanover. You're playing the number one overall seat. Yeah. It's the reality in the situation. Yeah. Auburn, Auburn was, was a good basketball team, a top 10 basketball team, posing as the number one overall team. Gonzaga is the number one team. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And That's Gonzaga's right. the man. And Gonzaga's a mid-major. You know, yeah. is this year that we finally see a midweight major win the entire thing? Yeah. And Arkansas is going to try to be like, no. The only yeah. SEC team left standing, the Arkansas Razorbacks. That's right. I mean, it's just, it's not a good not a good year. Though, well, Texas A&M still standing in the NIT, but that doesn't matter. Right. Way to go A&M. No, I'm, I'm proud and – Vanderbilt made a good run. Uh, they got put out by Xavier last night. Yeah. Now, speaking of Musselman, he has more NCAA tournament victories than everyone that came after Nolan Richardson. Yeah. Uh, so, he's doing some special things, man. He's doing yeah. some special things. If anyone that – if there's anyone that could get us over Gonzaga, it's him. Yeah. And he's had time to prepare. Yeah. I mean, this, this is the matchup. You know, he's gone to the lab. He's tried to figure it out. Um, and him and Mark Few looked like they could be cousins. Like, yeah, first, yeah, they do. like maybe their mom, their moms or sisters or something like that. But yeah. So now, so three 15 seasons now, 15 seasons now made to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, Florida Gulf Coast was the first one, right? And they got, I can't remember who put them out. And then last year it was Oral Roberts who got put out by Arkansas. Arkansas. And they, they, that guy actually had a, I thought that shot was going in. Devo was running with him. Yeah. I thought it was always going to get put out. But now, can St. Peter's be the first 15 seed? to make the lead eight yes or no travis um let's see who do they have no i purdue. think purdue beats them yeah well I like, I like purdue's team well and you you don't you can sneak up on somebody in the round of 64 it's not that incredibly difficult yeah I mean, if you're if you're Kentucky, you think the name on the front of your jersey is automatically going to be the name on the front of that jersey. Yeah. Especially if you're playing St. Peter's. Um, but when you get to the round of 16, you're not sneaking up on anybody. It is 
You're, and, I, and I agree with you. I think Purdue gets them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, so, now, now, do you think it's just a matter of time before, like, I, I put on the outline a mid-major wins it. But what I really mean by that, do you how, how long, like, do you think a mid-major, like a butler, like somebody that sneaks up on somebody gets in there and wins it? Do you think it's a matter of time before – because Gonzaga, yeah, they're mid-major in name only because they're getting five – if you're getting five-star recruits, you're no longer a mid-major. Yeah. Yeah, Gonzaga's moved past mid-major level, I think. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I, think they're turning – they're turning into like a blue blood almost. Even though the school itself may not be considered that, though. <clears throat> their basketball team, I think, is. Well, um, if this was like Gonzaga's football team, there'd be talk of them every year joining the Pac-12. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's three, but it's basketball, so they're not going to do yeah. that. No, I, you know, Clint. Part of me thinks that that's going to happen, and then part of me thinks that, you know, what the rich just keep getting richer. Yeah. You know, you know because, you because because here's what's happening. That guy that went to Butler because he couldn't go anywhere, he couldn't get offers from anywhere else, but he goes to Butler and shines. He's now Kansas is noticing him and he's transferring over to Kansas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But he's he's going he's going to the major schools because of the transfer portal. And so because well for the other reason, he can make more NIL money there. So I mean, well, look at this. Look at this. Just today, uh Justice Hill was at Murray State. Right, their coach is leaving to go to LSU. Guess who's leaving Murray State? Justice Hill. And guess where he's probably going to end up? LSU. More than likely. And so, therefore, you know, he's going to have a better chance of winning a national championship probably at LSU than he did even at Murray State. Uh, you know, I would disagree just because I think LSU is going to be on a postseason ban for a bit. Well, that's true. You're right. You're right there. I would encourage you. I'm not saying Justin Hill needs to stay at Murray State, come to Arkansas. He think I probably wouldn't go to LSU. Yeah, and he may not. He may not go to LSU. He may end up going somewhere else. But uh, most people think he'll end up following his coach because I think he really liked that coach at Murray State. Yeah, a lot. So, so Travis, one last question to wrap it up, buddy. We got 16 teams left. Now, is your original champion still in it, yes or no? Yes. So is mine. But I don't think I'm going to pick them. I think after watching the games, I got another pick. So who are you picking now? Well, here's the problem, Clint. My original champion that I picked is uh, going against Arkansas. (laughs) So I don't want them to win, <laughs> but I had to be honest with myself, and I I picked us to lose to them. Yeah. Um. Now, as I look at the you know who's left, I told you before I kind of like Purdue. Uh, I got to watch a little bit of Arizona; they're impressive. I got to watch a little bit of Kansas; they're impressive. Uh, Texas Tech is impressive. I always want to see Duke lose, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing Texas Tech come out of it and win it. Um, but I, I really do think, I mean, look, I want Arkansas to. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I think I, I want to subset them more than anything, and I will not be rooting in any way for Gonzaga. Tomorrow night. However, I still think Gonzaga's the best team that I've seen play. Well, and Gonzaga got tested. Um, yeah. I rushed home from walk-ons, and I watched the end of that Memphis game. And they had every chance. They had every reason to go, this one's got away from us and give up. Well, they- hadn't Gonzaga also this year beat Texas, Texas Tech, and somebody else that was pretty good. I, 
I don't know. I could Google it, but honestly, I'm too lazy at this point. I think so. I think I, heard that. I, I, I originally picked Texas Tech. I can't tell you why. I just picked them. Um, yeah. I and, like but, Texas Tech because they, they're playing the same they, way they, they did with Beard. They, you know, they beat they some good respect Beard. Um, well, Beard's no longer at Texas Tech. Beard's at Texas. But this I know, is, but that's what I'm saying, though. They're playing the same way. Though. Yeah, no, they're Texas playing. Tech and Texas were almost the same team this year. But I have, I mean, if if I repicked it, I would be, I would probably pick Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga has been tested. Yeah. Um, and, and and man, it, it shows resilience to get down like that and to come back. Yeah, you have every reason to quit. And so, um, yeah, I'm like you. In no way am I pulling for Gonzaga. I'm sitting here wearing a Razorback hat, Razorback shirt. Yeah, but money. Well, money. Another question we didn't really talk about a whole lot, Clint. And I think we need to come back to this real quick. Sure. What's it going to take for Arkansas to beat Gonzaga? Practically, do we have a chance? And if so, what's it going to take? Which I think both of us would say we have a chance. We beat two oh. number one teams this year. We have a chance. You've got to be hitting your shots. Exactly. You've got to be hit. You've got. You can't have an off shooting night. JD Note has to be JD Note. Devo Davis has to be good Devo. Chris yeah. Locks has to come in and be good Chris Locks. Yeah. They play their best, we play our best, we lose. We play our best, they play slightly off. There's just not a chance that you play a bad game and beat this team. You're not going to. Yeah. You can't, you can't have a funky game. So. But here's the deal, Clint. If we hit our shots and we play defense like we played the last two games, we win. Yeah. If we put those two together, we, we win any game we play. If we play defense like we have, because this team has played some stellar defense the last two games of the tournament. However, our shooting was bad. If it wasn't for, what was it, 20 out of 25 at the free throw line, one of the games? Yeah, something ridiculous. I mean, we would have we would have really been bad off, okay? So I think um, I think your Jalen Williams is going to have to have a good game. He's going to have to have a good defensive game. Uh, you know, they're you know we're, we talk about their big men, and that's what scares us a little bit. But you know, their their point guard's pretty good too, and they I mean, they they got good guys up and down the lineup. So everybody's going to have to be on their mark. JD Note is going to have to play some good defense. Um, the rest of the team's going to have to play. J.D. Note is going to have to stay out of foul trouble. He's going to have to stay out of foul trouble this game um, because we need his offense for sure. Uh, we need we need Stanley Mude to, to stay out of foul trouble, and we need his offense this game. We, we, need, we need a good 18 to 20 points from him, I think, because I think he's a guy on this team that can score. Um, cause I think the guy guarding him, I think he'll have a chance to score on him, but, um, Jalen Williams is going to have to, first of all, Jalen Williams needs to hit a daggum outside shot so we can force their big guys to come out and guard him and get out of the way so that Devo and, and Note can drive to the basket. If he doesn't hit an outside shot, like he hadn't hit in the last couple games, they have no reason to guard him outside. Just let him shoot. And, and they can just stay and clog up the middle, and our guys won't, won't be able to drive to the basket very much. Yeah. So, now, if we're, if we're here next week and we're talking about the player that surprised us, that came out and played above their head and helped us win, who are you taking? Devo Davis. See, and you know what I'm saying? He, I don't think he's played in the NCAA tournament, but I think I could see him playing this weekend and making a difference. Kamani Johnson. See, that was the other one I was going to say. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Kamani Johnson. He, I, and he it's might not gonna even. It's going to depend on if Musk tries to, you know, and I say try to match size with size. Kamani Johnson is just 6'8". Okay, it's not like he's a you know, another towering presence, okay? But he's a little bit bigger body. 
than Trey Wade is. Yeah. Okay. And so I could see him coming in for Wade pretty quick and trying to and trying to guard uh, Timmy or whatever, Tim, whatever his name is. I could see him coming in and trying to take some of that off Jalen Williams. Um, so yeah, you're right. He could, Johnson could be our our surprise guy. But I also see as the games get more important, Devo steps up more and more. Yeah. He did that last year. And I think this is the game where we could see Devo really step up and we could see something. Yeah. Uh, everybody thinks he has something special in him. I think we could see it this week. Yeah. Oh, I know. I agree. He's got something special. And I can't, I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm excited about the game tomorrow. I'm, I think I'll be. You know, I may even skip jujitsu and come home and watch the game, but you know, <laughs> who knows? I had someone invite me over to watch it at their house, but this is almost one of those I, I kind of want to watch by myself because I, I I'm gonna be so into it. I don't want any distractions. No, and I and see, and I did a, like I did an outback boat party, and I kind of regret doing it because I couldn't rock in my chair. Like I get up and I, I I'm yeah. rocking, I I stand up and. I, I let the recliner up, let the recliner down. You know, I'm just all over the place. I'm antsy, and then I'm yelling at my TV, and I'm Marco Polo and you guys, like, are you seeing this? Yeah. That's a good question we could ask for people to respond to. Would you rather watch the game with a group of people or with – with uh, uh, well, by yourself, with a small group of people, or with a big group of people? Like a big, like a big house party type thing. See, I'm not the house party. Now, at walk ons the other night was really that was cool. That was that was fun. fun. But, but, but I was all the TVs were on the game, and they were popping the sound from the TV through their speakers. We were calling the hogs, everything. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. See, I'm. A, I'd rather watch it by myself. Or at a or at a restaurant, but probably more likely. But like that was fun because it was with you guys. Yeah. But uh, normally I'd like to be by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Small house parties—they're fun. <laughs> I mean, they're more for if you're not like you're not emotionally invested in the game. Yeah. Like when the Razorbacks play, I'm emotionally invested. Our church used to do Super Bowl parties. You know, I hated them because I couldn't watch the game. You know, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to watch the game. Everybody be goofing off. You know, half the people there didn't, didn't know anything about football. They didn't know, you know, they didn't know who they were, like Urban Meyer. They knew who Aaron Donald was. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, come on, let's just. And I would end up recording it and then going home and rewatching it <laughs> before I went to bed because I, you know, wanted to actually see it. But um, anyway, well, folks, man, it's been great having y'all on here this week. Uh, root hey, on those hogs. We're on more platforms now, Travis. We are on more platforms. We, we are everywhere. On, we're on Amazon. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, we're. I'm trying to get us on a couple others. Okay, so I told Alexa to play us the other day, and it played something weird. I, like it wasn't us. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so you can find us in more places now. Okay. We're, if, if you just want the audio podcast, it's there uh, in different places. We're still on Apple, still on Spotify. Uh, we're on, uh, I think we're on Google too. Farmers um, on. Uh, their, their podcast deal, all kinds of places. Okay. I Just check us out. You can find us. If you do podcasts, we're, we're there. I think we're on Stitcher too. Uh, I don't even know what we're, Stitcher is. We're going to get on them little gas station TVs. That's my goal. That's right, yeah. But uh, seriously, y'all, uh, like and share. Let people know about us. Talk about us. Uh, we'd love to, you know, we'd love, we want your feedback. Find us on social media. Follow us on Instagram. Give us, send us messages, whatever. Um, you know, we, uh, we'd love to uh, interact with you, okay? And uh, so we thank each one of you that listen on a regular basis. You know, that's why we do this, and uh, we, we appreciate it. We enjoy it. Clint, man, it's been great. Your Clint's moved. 
I know that's why I look like at the prison, Brett, prison background. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, he's moved now, so uh, just around the corner though. So uh, hopefully he'll get his house sold pretty quick. Man, and, I'm uh, hoping. Man, I got I got my first offer and they lowballed me. Oh yeah, that's what they do, right? And, but then I, I respect, but I respect the game. I'm like, yeah, I've tried to lowball. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, uh, have a good week. Root on those hogs. We'll be. Beat the Zags. I don't care if it does mess up my bracket. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. Hurt. Kingdom come. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard drive So I can sow the seed in a friend and no aches and pain Lord knows I gotta follow his lead That's why I swear When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no more Till I hurt, cry in your kingdom come Oh, I swear When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no more Till I hurt, cry in your kingdom come So hard, I can barely breathe. Harvesting a joyful song that works 